Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. All the C's of the Fab Five Sisterhood are here in the studio with me today. Kathleen's mission is to guide parents who have experienced the loss of a child suddenly, release pain and suffering, and live in peace, presence, and purpose. Catherine's mission is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. And Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. You know, stress is feedback. It's a reaction to life's lessons. If you start learning the lessons, stress loosens its grip. Although you don't feel it in this moment, 90% of what's stressing you right now won't even matter a year from now. So take a deep breath and open your mind to hear Claudette lead us in this discussion on taking action in stressful situations. Claudette, take it away. Thank you, Whitney. And I'm super excited that we get to talk about what to do in a stressful situation today, because who of us haven't encountered stressful situations? And sometimes multiple times a day, it seems to be something that plagues us. And I would ask why, right? So there is a reason for it. And this whole world is feedback. That's how I look at it. You know, we can either look at it as something we need to react to, or we can look at it as, oh, there goes some more feedback for me. And I always take what is happening on the outside of myself. And then I ask what I believe about it and what the truth is and how I can grow from it. Right. So our soul is always evolving. But I want to talk about stress. And what happens, and there comes a time in our spiritual growth where we have a choice of moving beyond just reactionary and getting sucked into that spin of emotion and moving into a position of power or not. We have a choice to do that. At first, it's very hard to make that transition. I remember my natural defense mechanism used to be anger because the little two-year-old Claudette, the little three-year-old Claudette would become angry to defend herself, right? The little wounded Claudette, right? And so I would just be very angry. And I learned at an early age, especially even in the third grade, 
when you act angry and slightly crazy, people will leave you alone. <laughs> it's, it's like some, they're like, whoa, you know, they step back. And so that used to be my reaction when I felt threatened. And what I began to realize is it wasn't a position of power at all. It was a position of showing that I had a wounding within myself that was really fearful. And what I began to do is study stress and the effects of stress on the body. And the physiology of stress is it contributes to 17 major diseases, 17 major diseases. And there's more. I'm sure it contributes to more. So why? Well, when we go into stress, we actually constrict the flow of life force in our body. We constrict the flow of liquid, of water in our cells. And so everything tends to constrict and even our brain reacts like someone under stress. A brain scan looks completely different than someone connected to the divine higher power in peace within them. The brain scans look different. The one that is connected to the higher power, the peace within them, it's lit up. And, you know, it's like the illumined mind. The one that isn't has darker spots and redder color and it's constricted. And so I want to open up the conversation with my Fab Five sisters today to talk about what do we, you know, what do you do? What are some suggestions? And then we're going to welcome you to contribute in our Facebook group, comment on our podcast, give us some feedback. But my suggestion would be practice pausing first. Can we just pause? And that's the first step. Like even when that feeling is overcoming us, and if you've ever noticed when you're getting sucked into being upset and stressed out, it's almost like this vortex that sucks you in and then takes you over and then you're reacting. But you know what? The first step is to go, I do have a choice in how I act and I'm going to pause. And it may take you weeks to pause. It may take you multiple situations of being tested to get it and go easy on yourself. I even wrote on the palm of my hand, pause. And I started calling it the power of the pause because I realized if I would just pause long enough and just allow, I I had an emotion and I would allow that emotion to flow through me and I would visualize putting it in a jar. I was like, I'm going to put it in a jar so it doesn't consume me, but I can still look at it, study it, you know, think about it, ask truth about it. I'm not ignoring it, but I'm just going to put it in a jar. and then. I'm not getting sucked into reactionary stuff anymore. And then I begin to realize as I practiced this, this was years ago, I begin to realize that a lot of things solve themselves, right? They just do. They just begin to solve themselves. Or when no one's upset, it's easier to have a conversation. So, and one more thing, and I'm going to open it up to my beautiful sisters. When we pause, it gives us a chance and we put the stress in the jar. We just put all the emotional spin in the jar. It gives us a chance to tap into that higher divine power within us that we call God, infinite intelligence, truth. And when we tap into that, we start to get the guidance out of the situation or to shift it for the better. 
instead of getting caught up in the situation and overwhelmed and overcome by it. So I'm going to open it up to my sisters. What would you love to say? Who wants to go first? I'll jump in because what you were talking about, Claudia, just reminded me of the times when I was working for, you know, the association that I ran. And it just like brought me back to my reactive states and how I responded at that time or reacted at that time. And it was more of like withdrawn, snappy, short with people, irritated that they just didn't get it. You know, there was all that stuff that came up for me. And what I realized as you were talking was that now it's more about me just noticing my body. And lots of times we don't even realize we're reacting. I think that we just get in situations or we get the news that someone's sick or or that your job is going to be gone or there's whatever stress there is, whatever stress that comes in, we instantly go into our old patterns, our old behaviors. And what I've noticed now by working with the clients that I work with is that we don't even realize our body's talking to us. And so when our shoulders get tense, our stomach turns, our hands start shaking, or our face gets red, or whatever it is, notice your body. You talked about stopping and pausing. I think it's even a step before that, because as you notice your body's reacting, then you can go into your body as you're pausing. As you're pausing, you're thinking, okay, where in my body am I feeling this? And then just feel it. For Claudette, she puts it in a jar. For me, what I do today is just more like, okay, I can feel my body instantly change. The energy within me instantly change. And I can go to it instantly now, where in the past, I I didn't even know my body was reacting. I just figured I lived in that really tense shoulder and back hurting and, and just having to get things done and just kept pushing through. And the more that I have realized that pushing through only causes more stress, I've realized that I really just get to check in with my body. Where am I holding that? Okay, what am I afraid of? What is this bringing up? It's asking those questions again, which Claudette mentioned, but just really asking the questions of like, okay, what does this remind me of? Where am I body? Where did I feel this before in my life? Because it's usually connected to something else that you were either fearful of or a traumatic experience that you had, you know, especially when it comes to the holidays, you you know, we just went through Thanksgiving for many of you. And I can't imagine that most of our listeners didn't have some experience with their family where they wanted to react if they didn't react, you know? So it's really important, especially when we're cohabitating or connecting with family members or, even in our job, there's, it's important for us to be able to stop and realize that our reaction, our response, is going to trigger a reaction or response with someone else. So why not just step into it so where you can deal with it, your own reaction, your own response, so where you can move through it and move on because it really eliminates the stress. And what I also do is once I realize my body's reacting, I instantly shift where I am. If I'm in a particular area that I can get out of, then I go for a walk outside or I turn music on and shift my mood once I've realized what it is and it's really not even reacting to the situation that's at hand. It's an old pattern, an old reaction. So I hope that's helpful for our listeners, especially as we're moving into 
even more holidays and or moving out of the holidays and into the new year, there's even stress around that, right? You know, the whole New Year's resolution crap that people talk about that puts more pressure on people and society just, you know, societal rules is just bullshit. If I would just say it bluntly, all the society and all the expectations are someone else's expectations based on someone else's ideas. Why not just stick with your own? It eliminates a lot, a lot of stress. I love that. I feel like it's important for us in stressful situations to also kind of measure how important this stress that we're dealing with in the moment really is. And how do you do that? One thing I do is I'm like, okay, how long is this really going to matter in my life? Like, how big is this for real? And actually, is this really like a blessing, which many of our problems end up being a reroute and journey to something else, right? And so for me, a big part of dealing with stress and problems is like the perspectiveness around it. Like how big is it for real? And perhaps this is like actually guiding somewhere, even though it sucks right now in the moment. You know, I I get rooted in that perspective in those perspectives and in that sort of measuring. And so I'm very aware and conscious around that piece, right? And so with that, like I deal with my stress different depending how big it is. And I think that for me, like the big stuff, like I have a physical react, like I can feel it in my body, can feel the angst sort of spinning. My hands literally will will tremble a little extra my breathing is shifts to more like shallow. So, you know, in dealing with some of these bigger stress, like I can literally feel it in my body, right? Like this is like a meaningful thing that we really need to spend some extra time and attend to. And, you know, for me, like I talk about this a lot and like working out, moving our body to get those natural endorphins going. I love how Kathleen, you said, just take a walk. You know, taking a walk has so many incredible benefits, like from moving our body, the obvious, being outside, and also just creativity. When you're moving your body and you're outside, like it sparks creative juices, creative chemicals within our bodies. And you may find that like a solution that you're trying to come by that will help deal with the problem or the stressor may even come to you just by going for a walk or doing a little workout, right? Meditation is big for me. When I um, am really stressed and I can feel it in my body and I'm like in that little kind of spin, two things, breath, the breathing, Kathleen talks about the breathing is important because it, you know, for me, sometimes even my heart rate will speed up. And for many of us, it's like that, you know, so our breath and really focusing on deep inhales, holds and you know, long exhales through our nose can really help with that sort of, with calming that flight or fight that's happening in our body. And then also visualization exercises really help me as well. For example, one of the things that are, you know, a little added stress is just like around some financial things, right? And so for me, really working on meditating and visualizing abundance. And when I go on 
walks, like really taking in the abundance of the moment of all of the molecules and all the trees and the beautiful greenery and how everything just grows so abundantly and the sun just shines down and warm, you know, really focusing on the abundance of the moment and visualizing having abundance visualizations. It really helps and makes a difference in sort of bringing forth more faith in what we want to create and helping to sort of minimize that fear and shift that sort of angst that's happening. So for me, it's like, let's weigh the stressor. Let's weigh the problem. How important is it? And let's do some things as we're talking about physically moving our body, breathing, meditating, visualizing what we want to help with that process of processing through it. I love that. Both of you, Kathleen and Catherine, Catherine, you were talking about is it even going to matter? A lot of times we'll get sucked into something that two days later, it doesn't even matter. And the big stuff and meditation visualization. And then Kathleen talked about societal rules, you know, who said I should get stressed over this, right? Like, who's, like why do I have to get stressed over this? And I love that. So Whitney, what say you? I was just with my family with some members of the family and I was expecting fun and frivolity going to what Kathleen said about feeling things in your body it never dawned on me that it wouldn't be fun and it was just going to be fun it's really weird to think about this but as I was walking out of the house I fell for like no reason (laughs) <laughs> I, can, I, I wasn't thinking anything. I wasn't distracted. I was walking out of the house the way I walk out of the house, probably dozens of times a day. There are no steps, right? I don't, there are not steps on the porch or anything like that. There's a little ledge, I guess, with a kick plate on at the front door and, and you step down, I don't know, three inches or something like that. But I walked out the door and the next thing I knew, I was falling. And then I fell. I hit the ground, twisted my ankle. Somehow my foot got stuck underneath the kick plate. I twisted my ankle, fell on my wrist, and then fell on one of my hips. And so and I took a moment to sort of like, let's get it together. I sent a message. I sent a text that I fell. <laughs> I'll be in the car in a minute. Give me a minute. I'm get myself together and I'll get in the car. So I get in the car and everyone checks to make sure I'm okay. I'm o- I was okay in that moment, right? I'm like I'm probably going to feel this later, but for right now I'm okay. And then as soon as the people that were in the car checked to make sure I was okay, I could feel like this immediate shift. It had nothing to do with me, whatever was going on. At least I don't think it had anything to do with me, but I got in the car and there was some tension in the car. I believe I know outside of this event what's going on, but I just tried to move through it, right? So I started to feel sort of the stress and the angst of other people's energy. And then I made a couple of comments saying, why is everybody so on edge? 
I didn't get a response and I decided I was just going to let it go. And so I shared this because I think falling out of the door (laughs) was there was a message in that. And it was about probably paying attention. And as we move through the remainder of the day, again, I kept just focused on I'm planning to have a good time, having planning to have a good time. But there were dynamics going on. And some of it was about timing. Our family is notoriously known for not being timely. I have learned to just accept that and stop getting animated about it. But we had appointments. So the event was, we had appointments and needed to be at certain places at certain times. And so I get that there was probably some angst around us not being on time, but it's like, we're not going to be on time. So let's just (laughs) roll with what is. And so what was instructive in that event for me, sort of a microcosm of the evolution I've had about stressful situations and being in the moment, staying present and the, you know, a a reminder, pay attention to what you're feeling and be willing to ask some questions in the moment of other people and all of that. And then I found myself being extremely I would say grace filled again because I I believe I could I could be wrong of what I'm thinking but I believe I understand some of the dynamics about what's going on and so just not being judgmental and you can do that for your own situation whether it's involving work if it's involving family relationships with friends whatever whatever it is right removing the judgment removing the ego and recognizing and and you start it here Claudette right life we are going to encounter stressors in life right but we don't have to live in those stressors of life. And we can take some of the the tips that have been shared already as ways of dealing with, moving through what comes up. And all of it is a choice because in the end, it's nothing but feedback. It's feedback that you can feel in your body, you can feel in your spirit, you feel in your soul, wherever you feel it. It's feedback. And the question is, what are you going to choose to do with it? We tend to, and I, and I think this is because unless you are searching for a higher plane with which, on, on which to move through this life, the sort of the tools that we're given from our parents, from our peer group, from the institutions that we're a part of, school, work, whatever. There's not a lot of emphasis that's placed on developing the tools. We're told to, you need to handle that, or you need to not stress out, or right? We're told what to do, but there's no real insight into how right? The actual steps to take 
or how. And until you make a decision that says what I'm doing isn't working for me, I have to look for other tools to use some other resources to move through this, it's going to be difficult. And so Catherine, you talked about meditations, taking walks, paying attention, you know, being in the moment, finding the abundance in everything. And as you were saying that, I'm looking out the window of my office and there's a tree in our front yard. And at the moment, it's about 50-50 of the leaves that were on the tree that are still on the tree and on the ground. And I've been watching every day as the leaves are falling. And I love watching the moment when the tree, when the leaf releases from the tree and it starts to flutter down to the ground, right? Because it's a reminder that about life, the cycle of life, this circle of life that we're in. And that we get to choose. It just reminds me we get to choose to be in this moment, to be here now, or to be stressing out because we're focused somewhere else. In this moment, there is nothing to stress about. It's just this moment. And it's that looking forward, right? Or fretting about what was that creates that. So, Journaling, meditation, taking walks, moving your body, sweating, all of these things that help to create endorphins and the dopamine and all of that that courses through your body to help you feel better can help you feel like you have the resources that you need then to deal with the things that are in your life. And so, again, whether it's family or work or something else, I'd say bring it back. Just, you know, bring it back to the simple. Bring it back to the simple. Ask the questions about what you're feeling, where you're feeling it. And here's the thing that I always ask what do I want the outcome to be, right? How do I want to feel ultimately? And then make choices that helped me get there. And for this family event, as all this stuff was sort of swirling around at the end of the day, I wanted to have enjoyed myself. So I was choosing to interact with them in a way that led to that. So rather than going down a rabbit hole with people or taking on their energy, I'm going to have a good time. And so I'm making choices that did that. Uh, I did the things that I wanted to do that when there were part things as part of this outing that I didn't want to do, I just stepped back and I sat and, you know, watched leaves fall. We were in the vineyards. We were wine tasting. So we were in vineyards. I just chose, I'm going to watch the squirrels or the birds or whatever, but those are my choices. And you have to make Kathleen said this, you have to make the choices that are right for you rather than trying to do what society says. Make the choices that are right for you. I just want to pipe in. Like when you said something about the energy in the room, I'm like, oh my gosh, Whitney, you're so right. And the way we show up matters. You know what you just said, you showed up with the grace you called it, but I'm like, why not be the light in the room? And instead of getting caught up in their stresses or what the stress is about or adding to the stresses, 
be the light, be in that light that you know you are and just be the joy and then let it just spread out instead of taking it on. You know, I often just see like that beautiful bright light just encompassing me, being that bright light and then spreading it. And just no matter what someone else is doing, that prevents you from taking on someone else's energy because we do feel it. So the second you start to feel that, just imagine yourself as you really are, is that light in the room and just be it. And that will help shift the energy. And if it doesn't, at least you're not taking that other energy on. So I just wanted to add to that because I just love what you said, Whitney, about you can feel the energy in the room when it shifts or how tense it is. When you got in that car, you knew it. You knew it instantly. Like, Whoa, what the hell's happening in here? <laughs> and then you get to just like, okay, I'm just going to be the light. And whatever's happening is happening and I don't have to take it on. So just remember that. What about when we are the tense one or the stress one in this situation? Where is some guidance around breaking that pattern when it's us that are in the midst that's creating that tensiony vibe? How do we break our own pattern when we're in it? I think, you know what? I think that goes back to the pause. I think we have to become conscious of how we're showing up for ourselves. Mm. I feel like a lot of times we just are so reactionary and because we don't know any better. It's not like as little children, our parents said, oh, now this is reactionary. Now you can make a choice if you choose. Like, it's not like we're trained to do that until we are. And we literally end up training ourselves. And this is where it goes into a deeper conversation of, are you reacting through your ego or your higher self? The ego will always constrict, bring you into a panic, all of the emotions of anger and in the things. And it's okay. Don't ignore any of that. But, you know, the reason why I say put it in a jar is everything is energy. Everything is energy. And when, when those emotions are causing us to spin, we can't get in touch with our higher self and our heart. And so that's why I said, put it in a jar. Don't, don't ignore it. Don't try to stuff it down. Just put it there and go, huh, interesting. I'm going to see what's going on with this. But at least it just visually moves the energy out so you can take a deep breath. And there is a higher power in you, a higher source, all-knowing, infinite intelligence that can guide you out of anything into truth, into expansion, into love, into grace, into all of it. And see, the first thing is pause before we get wrapped up. It kind of feels like a Tasmanian devil moment, right? When we go into that spin, and I know at least it was for me. I can speak for myself. I go into that spin and we're, you know, I said, I started off with, it was anger, right? That was my defense, right? And it was like, and then when I would come out of it, it's not like I wasn't conscious of it, but when I would come out of it, everyone was just really quiet and backed away. And, and that was, that's not how you create relationships. That's not how you grow yourself. I was just allowing the ego to rule me. And so I think the first step is being conscious. How do I show up and how do I show up in the midst of a stressful situation? And 
it could be a perception of a loss of power because ultimately power is an underlying thing. If I feel powerful in a situation, most likely it's not going to upset me as much as if I feel helpless, right? But see, it's all about do I pay attention and rely on everything in the world or do I turn inward first to the higher power within me and then through thought wave and through intention push that out into the world? And I think that's what Kathleen mentioned, Catherine mentioned, all of you have mentioned this. Go ahead, Kathleen. I can see you want to say something. Yeah, I do, because I love what we're all saying is really own our own power. I love what you're saying about that. Own our own power. Know that we have the power. And what none of us have talked about, which I think is really, really important, you don't have to do it alone. If you find yourself in that in that Tasmanian devil, which I love, I can actually visualize you doing that, Claudette. <laughs> But as you find yourself in that downward spiral and you, you've tried the walk, you've tried to shift your energy, you've really been attentive, you know what's happening in your body and you just can't, you don't know how to move through it. Like, you know, it's there and you want to move through it. Call someone who you know can help you walk through it, not to bitch with, not to complain with, not to condemn other people or even yourself. It is really about, listen, I'm in this energy. I don't know how to get out of it. I know I'm too close to it. Can you help me shift this? Ask the question of someone you know you can trust, not about beating someone else up or putting other negative energy out there. It's to help shift the energy. So I just wanted to add that because we haven't, we all, all of us are really good at this. And there are times that I've actually had to call a friend. My daughter this weekend thought her cat was gone and she called me in hysterics. Like now her cat is 13 years old almost. She got it right after Logan died or departed this world, you know, and in her that she's codependent and she thought the cat was gone and she was in hysterics. I knew I was way too close emotionally to try to help her find the cat. All I could do is be there. And I instantly got on my phone and said, hey, animal communicators, help me find this cat. <laughs> or the other medium that I know is like, can you help me? Because my daughter's freaking out and I, I want to help her. I knew I couldn't help her. Know your extent of your abilities and then shift to know who you can reach out to. So I'm sorry, I, I just make sure you're not alone. We're all sitting here. It's perfect. Um, this is part of the divine plane. So the ego will say, you should be there already. You should have mastered this already. What's wrong with you? Like, you know, our self-talk, pay attention to that and shut it up. If it's negative, if it's trying to tell you you should be further than you are, shut it up. Picture it. I picture my ego as I liked chihuahuas. I rescued one out of six-lane highway, but I picture my ego as a chihuahua that kind of looks a little rough, has rabies and needs some help, okay? So I just send it to the corner because if you can picture this, your ego or that part of your lower self as something that you can train and heal, right? You can name it, then you can send it to the corner and, and say silence because anything negative is going to go against the divine plan and growth. Anything positive is going to allow you to, and we're all going through this together. We all experience the same stuff. It might look a little different, but at the base foundation of what it is, 
it's the same stuff. We're all growing. Let's be patient with ourselves. It took me a while to pause. And now I'm really good at pausing. Really good. The minute I say that, though, watch something happen in a couple of days, you know, but but in will I beat myself up? No, no. I'll just go back into truth and I'll keep growing because you can't plant a flower and then stomp on it and expect it to grow. Okay, so that's what we need to stop doing. All right. So thank you. Thank you for today. I appreciate it. I'm going to turn it back over to Whitney. Well, that was an enlightening episode, ladies. And as always, I learned something. I hope you have learned something too, listening to the conversation. We want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If you have not already, please review and rate our show and join us on Facebook and on Instagram to share how you deal with the stressful situations in your life. Claudette, I know you've been working on some great things, products, services. Share with us something that you're working on and how our audience can reach you. Oh, it's an exciting time for me because over the years, I've gotten better at explaining what I've walked through, what I've done and how to help others. I think as we grow, don't you want to help others? Like it doesn't matter what level of growth you're at. You see someone where you've been and you're like, oh my God, I just went through that and I can help them, right? And so over the years, I've gotten better at communicating it. So I would say go to claudetteanderson.com. We have a, a number of things going on. We have an app that you can access from truthmethod.com. And that helps you. It's a whole year long journey into your spiritual growth and evolution and really connecting to the divine presence within you. And it's moving into oneness. That's what it is. And then so just check it out. But go to quietanderson.com. You'll learn a little more about it. Click on over to Truth Method and we'll see you there. Awesome. We are all connected to you and connected to truth and I, for one, I think I speak on behalf of all the ladies, but certainly I, for one, am grateful to you and the work that you're doing. So thank you, Claudette. And for you, until next time, tap into what you're feeling in your body, right? Tap into how the stress is impacting you and then make a choice to move in a different direction. Take some of the tips that you've heard today and take care of yourself. So till next time, take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.